Billionaire Barry Diller wants you to up your cash savings. He is a very he is very worried about the markets. We're going to talk about it with our guest co-host, the man Money Magazine calls America's favorite financial expert, David Bach. It is Wednesday, September 30th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. Hi, and I'm David Bach, coming to you from my very grown-up dining room in Florence, Italy. Uh, I'm a, if you don't know who I am, I'm a 10-time New York Times bestselling author, and I've spent the last 25 years of my life teaching you, my friends, how to, to live and finish rich and how to go for your dreams. So it's really good to be with you, Bobby. This is so fun. Thank you for asking me on the show. Congratulations, by the way, on the show, because I know you're crushing it with this show. Thank you so much, David. Um, it's, you know, I think the validation of having you on this show basically brings us into the big leagues. So we're so thrilled to have you. You're now, by the way, let me get to the show intro, but we're going to talk about this. You're now a veteran. You were with us yesterday. So you guys, you know what's going on. I got to do the intro. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines and insights and wisdom from our fantastic cast of thought leaders, including David Bach. We mix in questions and comments from our money friends, and then we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. By the way, this episode of Money with Friends, sponsored by NordPass. It's a password manager to remember all your complex logins, autofill those online forms. It also makes the password stronger, something we'll talk about later, because I've had some issues with that, as our regular listeners know. Takes away the stress. It's only about $2.50, excuse me, $2.50 a month, plus you get an additional month free. So basically you get 50% off NordPass. Go to nordpass.com forward slash MWF or use the code MWF. And of course, we love it when you support our sponsors because that is supporting the show. David, you'll hear later about my password debacles. I was hacked, but anyway. Um, David, so okay, so first of all, as we mentioned, you've been on the cover of Money Magazine. Um, by the way, former editor, the former editor-in-chief of Money Magazine, Diane Harris, was um, a co-host. She's now an alum of Money with Friends, so you're in good company. You also are the co-founder of AE Wealth Management. Um, you have, oh my gosh, I've lost count of how many bestsellers you have. Um, and you're the founder of finishrich.com, a website dedicated to help you live and finish rich starting today. Um, and you also are the co-host, the host, excuse me, I'm the co-host of this show. You're co-hosting with me now, but you are the only exclusive host of the David Bach show from Italy. Oh my God. And this started as something that you were doing in coordination with the Latte Factor book, which came out about a year ago. And it's just grown into this um I mean, everyone is on their is on the edge of their seat because you you ended up in Italy during the coronavirus, and so you've been talking to us about all things Italy, coronavirus, money. I mean, it's just it's just become this thing that you never really expected. You know, it's it, it's true. It's totally surreal because, as you know, when I launched the David Bach show originally, it was called the Latte Factor Podcast. We did it to launch the Latte Factor book. And then I was planning to come here for nine months, take a sabbat, take a radical sabbatical, I called it, uh, like the main character in the book, Zoe Daniels takes in The Latte Factor, and I wasn't going to work. Um, and, and I really didn't work at all. I mean, I don't even know if you can call doing a podcast work, but then the quarantine hit, and I, first of all, I was home with like nothing to do, like so many people, right? You can only work out so many hours in your home. So I was like, I've got to do something to help people right now. And I started talking about what was going on in Italy and and also how to prepare for what was happening here because I knew it was going to come to the States. Like we could see 
that the virus was coming to the States. Like when they say they didn't know this stuff was going to happen, it was perfectly clear. We knew it was going to happen. I was warning my friends in New York, in two weeks, this is going to hit you. Here's what we're going through. So I started podcasting about it. And it's interesting even now, there are things I'm going to do some new podcasts about what we're seeing happen in Europe because we're living a totally normal life right now in Italy, but now we're starting to see a second wave in other countries. And so... I feel like I have this time machine where sometimes I'm able to do a podcast and go, guys, this is what's happening here. This is what you could be seeing in a week or two. And the interesting thing watching the news now, by the way, Bobby, from Italy, is I now see the fact that by the time news hits the U.S., like typical typical news you see in the New York Times or wherever you might be reading, it's often a week to two weeks later. So um, it's not like something happens here in Europe and it's picked up the same day. And that's been interesting, too, to be able to share, like, that perspective. So, yeah, you can come check out the David Box show if you want to, like, have insight into not just investing, but what we're talking about, what's happening worldwide. The show's theme is life, money, business. Let's rock them all. That's my goal is to help you rock all three of those categories. So, anyway, thanks for letting me talk about that. Well, and one thing that I love hearing about on the podcast is you are very consistent in your recommendations to people. One of which was you kind of saw what would happen if people took money out of the market when it dipped so much, I think more than 30% in March and people got really scared and you've talked about that. And, and because of that, we chose a piece that we're going to talk about in a minute, really about, you know, the stock market and how nervous people are about it, given everything going on, even though it's had this big, big comeback. No, you're right. So the market went down 34% between February 28th and the third week of March was the worst downturn in the stock market in my lifetime. I'm 53. I've been in this investment business now since 1993. So I've already lived through four, I've lived through four major market corrections. Um, and so it was pain. And you go listen to the podcast. The podcast is called this too shall pass. I recorded it in March. Um, and I say, guys, I, I, I know this is ugly right now, but here's what I know about markets. What you're living through right now has happened before. On average, it takes about 107 days to recover. It can take as long as 18 months to recover. But the single worst thing you can do when the market's correct like this is to sell. And so I was there saying, look, this is ugly. This is horrible. I hate this. I'm, I'm, I'm personally with you in the pain. My IRA account has gone down just like your 401k plan has gone down. But you can't sell right now. If anything, you need to buy. And so I was talking about in these podcasts how I was teaching my kids to invest during the quarantine and how to look at this time as, a, as an opportunity. And part of that was I wanted to teach my kids this. I've got, a, I've got a 10-year-old, as you know, and a 17-year-old. I wanted to teach them that when times get difficult like this, it's the thinking that matters. Because it's the thinking that can make you see opportunity or see despair. And so I taught my kids how to invest during the quarantine. They were buying things like Clorox because my son who's 10 was like, well, dad, everybody's got to buy clean supplies. Yep, they do, James. What about toilet paper, dad? Who makes toilet paper? So we bought Kimberly Clark for him. Um, my son's like, you're on Zoom. We're all on Zoom. What about Zoom? We bought Zoom. So like they learned these critical life lessons and I'm still teaching them because it's not over. We're not done with market volatility and that's going to kind of lead to our next story here is like, yeah. You know, it is getting bumpy again, which, by the way, I totally predicted <laughs> that it would get mm-hmm. bumpy in the next you 90 did. days. So, All right. Hold that thought. Let's see which one of our friends is going to lead us into the headline. This is Tara from Rise Up. 
Headlines ripped from the financial press only at Money with Friends. All right. This piece is from CNBC. It is by Kevin Stankiewicz, and it is the headline is Billionaire Barry Diller calls the stock market great speculation and urges everyone to save cash. I can't wait to hear what David's going to have to say about this piece. David, you're going to read a little bit of it for us first. Yeah. So, I mean, Barry Diller wants you to up your cash savings because he's worried about the market. So, you know, what does what's Barry basically saying to people? Um this was exactly what he wrote. This was the other day on the news. He said, Barry, billionaire media mogul Barry Diller on Tuesday urged investors to maintain a sizable cash position following the stock market's robust rally from the coronavirus-induced lows in late March. And that's what we were just talking about. Personally and professionally, every nickel you can keep Keep it. Whatever you bank. The chairman of both Expedia and the digital media group IAC said on CNBC Squawk Box. Diller noted that IAC in August announced a 12% stake in MGM Resorts International, but he said that the roughly $1 billion investment made sense because the pandemic had ravaged the casino and gaming industry, providing the company with an attractive opportunity, which we would never lose our capital there. Okay, so... So what what should we all take away from Barry Diller's comment that we should be raising cash? Um, let's let's first of all realize that Barry Diller is a multi billionaire, right? So you, let's just start there. Like, of course, everybody needs a certain amount of cash. The problem with the average American is they have very little cash. One of the reasons when we had the coronavirus and the quarantine, it was so devastating is that the average American doesn't have six months of expenses set aside. The average American doesn't have three months of expenses set aside. In fact, 50% of Americans don't have $1,000 in cash. So if you don't have $1,000 in savings right now, what you need to do is get your $1,000 in savings built up. I recommend everybody go on a 100-day challenge with themselves and pick a number. If if, if you're looking to have $1,000 in savings and save $10 a day, if you're looking to have $10,000 in savings and save $100 a day, but come up with a goal for yourself because most of you do need more cash. You don't have enough cash. Now, one thing that's true about where the markets are right now is that wealthy people are raising their cash up. So the Tiger 21, which surveys their their high net worth individuals, they just came out with a study showing that their high net worth individuals, people with over $10 million, had raised their cash positions from 10% to 19% highest cash position they had seen high net worth individuals have. I will tell you that I'm right there. My cash position is over 20% right now. Not in my retirement account. It's not changed in my retirement account at all because I don't want 20% cash in my retirement account, but liquidity needs, I always want to have a lot of cash set aside because the longer amount of expenses you have set aside, the less you have to worry about recessions or market declines. You know, one thing I could say to my family when everything went, you know, when everything's going to hell in a handbasket, I like knowing that we've got years of expenses put aside in a money market account. Now, I know this is obnoxious to say because so many people don't have this, but I worked my freaking tail off, Bobby, to have that. And it's also hard to sit on cash when the markets are going up. And what Barry's basically warning people about right now is greed and stupidity. Because what's happened during the last six months, well, is it six months? Has it been six months since March? I mean, yes, it it's has. the longest six months ever. Oh, my gosh. You, you have so many people who have entered the market on things like Robinhood. But millions and millions and millions of people who have no experience trading are in there 
buying stocks just like it was in 1999. And a lot of people listening are not old enough to remember 1999. But in 1999, I was in the Bay Area. You go to a barbecue and people would say things like, I just refinanced my home and I took $50,000 out of my house and I bought Cisco, which it was freaking re- stupid to do then. And of course, Cisco got destroyed stock price. It was like Apple back then. It just went up and up and up and up. And people are doing the same thing again. They think the markets can only go down. You have guys on YouTube, I watch their videos, that have millions of followers, and they're talking about how they just refinanced all their homes and put the money in the stock market, and they're up 50%. They're up until they're not up. So I, I, I'm not, I don't want people to panic right now, but now is not the time to be getting greedy. Now is the time to have a diversified portfolio, professionally managed, automatically rebalanced, and uh, cash is kind of king to have a certain amount of cash set aside. A certain amount of cash. Not That doesn't mean you're supposed to liquidate your stock investments. That means you're supposed to save cash, new money, or you know, have your asset allocation done properly. And you can often work with a financial professional to do that. But in terms of savings, I mean, you're all, all, about, all about automating. What do you recommend? Are there tools people can use? What are your favorite apps to get that done? It all depends on what you're automating for, right? So I'm an investor in a company called Acorns. Acorns helps you save up money automatically. It's one of the probably the most popular place to save small amounts of money. The Rock just made uh, an investment in the company and just ran a campaign. And so I go check out acorns.com because you can have a diversified portfolio, literally taking your latte factor money, your dollar or $2 or $3 or more and investing automatically. Um, There are lots of companies today that make investing automatically. My first recommendation is to check out acorns. Yeah, I actually just and totally, you know, not, I have no affiliation with Acorns, actually. I'm not an investor. I don't, uh, well, I use it personally. And I recommended it in, uh, I was quoted, they asked me in uh, New York Magazine, they asked, it was one of those, ask the experts. And I, I Acorns was what I recommended for beginner um, investors and savers, actually. So that's just, and that's just natural from me. I'm, I'm holding a phone up. People can't see me holding the phone up because you're listening to a podcast. But if you're watching <laughs> us live, you can now open up an Acorns account in about, they say three minutes. I might, so I might say I might say it's five, but uh, it's 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 a matter of minutes. And I think what's 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 so life changing is that that process. Back when I was a financial advisor, go back to like 1993, 1994. If I wanted to open up an investment account for you and have you save money automatically, Bobby, and you came into my office at Morgan Stanley, the paperwork was seven pages deep. It took us an hour to fill it, set up a systematic investment plan. So the fact that now you can invest money automatically in minutes from your phone, that has basically democratized investing and made it available to anyone. And that's the key. There's no excuse today to not be investing. It's too easy for anyone to do it. And automate. Whatever works for you, whatever app works for you, make sure you automate. So... We're going to put you on the spot as we did on uh, Tuesday's show. Um, we asked our at money friends pod audience on Instagram, have you increased your saving goals since the pandemic started? Yes or no. Um, and again, we love our money friends audience. They're very smart. What do you think they said? They said no. Um, I think 60% are saving less or planning on saving less than they were pre, pre-pandemic. No, David. Really? Have you increased your savings goals since the pandemic started? 65% said yes. Interesting. They've increased their savings goals. That's how the question was phrased. Have you increased yeah. your savings goals? Well, since here's the, the key. So they the, are the, 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 word, the word was goal. Goals, The right. word was goal because it doesn't yes. mean they've done it. 
So no. what I'm saying is because I know statistically people are actually not saving more right now. What's happening is they're sa- they've reduced their 401k contributions. But people did – in March and April, more money was saved, actually physically saved, Bobby, into bank accounts than at any time in history because people didn't spend money. And then they also started getting these checks. So there was the biggest flow of cash into banks that we've ever seen sitting in money market accounts, well, sitting in checking accounts. And the history of our lifetime was in March and April and even in May. Now people are starting to spend again. Uh, But I'm glad to hear people are saving more money because what happens during a time like this, it's the ultimate wake-up call. People realize either A, I didn't save enough for emergency purposes. I didn't have enough of a runway. Or they're like, wow, you know, anything could happen. Like I could lose my job. My company could fold. I've not been saving enough for retirement. So these times are wake-up calls. And if it wakes you up and then you take action, that's where your life changes. If it, I always say you want to work, not worry. So if you're right now worried about your money, don't worry about your money. Work on your money. Fix the things you're worried about. Hold that thought. We're going to be back with our takeaways in just a minute. But first, we're going to talk about NordPass and, of course, my issues with passwords, which are legendary at this point because I've been hacked not once but twice, and now I know better. Um, So NordPass is something we love here because – What it does is it can create passwords automatically for you. And so it fills in the forms for you. The passwords are going to be stronger than what you would create yourself. Because of course, what I would do is just pick, you know, things like, you know, my birthday or like, I don't know, just one of my kids' birthdays. And then, you know, I don't even, I'm not going to tell everyone what my passwords are, but they're pretty easy to guess, which is not a good thing. Okay. And I got hacked and it cost me money. People charge things on my credit cards. I had to not only get my credit card fixed once, but twice it was a nightmare. Thankfully, I look at my credit card statements a lot. So I caught things before they even were processed. I caught these these things people were charging literally the minute they hit. And I also have alerts on my phone. So do all those things too. But first, have it not happen to you. And the best way to do that is by having better passwords and having a password manager. So NordPass will do that for you. If you get a two-year subscription, you get 50% off. Go to nordpass.com forward slash MWF or use the code MWF. Again, it's 50% off a two-year subscription to NordPass, nordpass.com forward slash MWF, or just use the code MWF. And thank you, as always, for supporting sponsors of Money with Friends. Okay, David, your takeaway. What is your words of wisdom, your advice for people from this story? Wow. I, I think never underestimate the power of an emergency account. Have that emergency account. Everyone's heard this idea you should have an emergency account. Really, I would recommend your goal, and it can take you, by the way, years to build this up for some people, but I would make it a goal to get a a one year of expenses set aside. Uh, I think the last recession, I started upping it. I started, you know, it used to be three months, and I'd say six months, and I'd say a year. But when when times get ugly, the longer, the more amount of money you have sitting in a money market account waiting for that emergency, the better off you are. It just makes everything easier. So, same thing with a business. Too many businesses are over leveraged right now, and now they've now they can't now they can't get a loan, and now they can't pay the loan back. And those are the businesses that will fold. When you look at the businesses that will make it, like you're in New York City, when you look at the restaurants that will be in business a year from now, because so many so many restaurants are going out of business. I read the average restaurant had six weeks of cash flow set aside. So. 
My grandma used to say, "Cash is the golden goose." You, I don't, I, I, I don't think Barry was trying to scare people. I think Barry was just being like honest, like don't get greedy right now. And I'm, I'm not suggesting people sell out of the stock market and go to cash. I'm just suggesting that for the most of you who are listening, that's not your issue. Your issue is to build up your emergency reserves. That is so important. And I, I first of all, I, I want to thank you for for um, selecting this article. Um, I think that it brings up some really important points. Barry Diller is a really smart guy. By the way, I had the pleasure of interviewing him when I was an anchor at Reuters. And you can just tell when certain people walk in the room that they just take command of the room and there's an air about them where they are, you know, just in command of their life of the, you know, they, they just, people are drawn to them and you can tell when someone has that sort of it factor and he just does. And I really enjoyed that interview. It was, um, it was part of a media day that we did um, uh, about the media sector. Um, I don't want anyone to misinterpret, though, Barry Diller's words as a call to liquidate any investments, because as we've talked about, when the stock market, you know, has a, in this case, in, in March, it was very scary, um, but brief setback. You don't want to panic and liquidate. So that is not what Barry Diller is saying. He's saying to be thoughtful about your asset allocation and maybe maybe be more cautious before you put new money to work in the market. Make sure that emergency fund that David talked to us about is funded to the level that you're comfortable with. Traditionally, we've said three to six months, maybe longer if you're single, if you don't, because you don't have the backup of a second income. But now, look, we're going on, as we just said, David, we're going past six months here with this. And a lot of industries are just out. So if you were in an industry that has been impacted, you talk about restaurants, we can talk about performers. Here, the Metropolitan Opera just canceled their whole season. That is not just the performers. That is everyone associated with that is going to have a really tough time. And it's not like they can go get a job at a different opera company. I mean, it's just the whole industry is on hold. We can't wait for them to come back. This is something I hope it's only once in our lifetime we never saw coming. So get those emergency funds up. And yes, listen to Barry Diller. Make sure you got the cash you need. David, we are so happy you have been here. Tell us more about everything you're working on. We talked yesterday um, about your um, first-time homebuyer challenge. That's a free gift to everyone. Um, it's a free course. Tell us about that and also your new website, Finish Rich. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate being on the show. Come over to our brand new website. It's at finishrich.com. I was told sometimes I say that too quickly. Finish, like you're finishing, rich, like you want to be rich.com. And on that website, right at the top is this brand new class I created. It's called the First Time Home Bar Challenge. So you can click on the banner and you can go through a five-day course on how to build your emergency account, how to get your credit score up, how to protect your credit score, and then how to go get a mortgage and how to buy your first piece of property and work even with a real estate agent. So that's all on finishrich.com. I've got a newsletter that goes out every Sunday called Three Minute Sunday. It's also free. You'll find that on finishrich.com. And then the podcast, which is one of the top 100 podcasts on Apple. Go check that out. It's the David Bach Show. And um, I'll continue to do more of those as long as people keep enjoying it, which so far the reviews have been off the charts. So that's been really fun. Come check us out. It is a great podcast. I love that you're now also doing these mini episodes, which are really good. So you're actually upping your production on your, so you were going to be having a sabbatical in Italy and you're just working probably more than ever. Uh, there are moments I question with that, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, if you look at my Instagram page, I'm having a whole lot of fun too. You are. So, so there, there's no, nobody needs to bring out a violin for me. Life is really good. Here. <laughs> we're living a really fabulous life in Italy. I think the one thing I've learned in Italy actually is the importance of um, 
slowing down at the speed of life. It, there's a whole thing in Italy where you just learn to live it, live it, live at a different pace. Two hour lunches, three four hour dinners, a lot of lot of family time and a lot of friendship time. I've, I've built more friendships here. It's sad to say this, but it's true. I've had I've built more friendships here in a year, and I've had more time with friends here in a year than in the previous decade in New York City. Wow. And that's because in New York City, we're always so freaking busy running around that we don't have time to spend quality time with the people we love. So the beauty of Italy has been has been that quality time. Yeah. And I, like I said, I love, even though our friendship is now through, through all this communication, we love seeing you in New York city. I hope you'll come visit us when it's allowed soon, but I do love following you on Instagram and seeing all the different adventures that you're having. I love that you took a month off to go to the beach and spent that time. And I love that you're back and you're in production with your podcast and all your other projects. And I love that you agreed to do this show with us because we're so happy to have you. And you're going to be back in four weeks with another couple shows with us. So everyone can and look forward to that. Um, in the meantime, everyone should, of course, be subscribing to the David Bach Show and your newsletter. You can learn more about David on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, where you can also learn about our other co-hosts. We have some great people that are part of this season, um, including, oh my gosh, well, we've got our mutual friend, Farnoosh Sharabi. We've got Bola Sakumbi. We've got Amy Goodman, who's an amazing shopping expert. We have Grant Sabatier, um, who went from, oh my gosh, just like a few bucks in his pocket to multi-million our status. So um, such an amazing season coming up led by you. You were first out of the gate, David. So thank you so much. Bobby, thank you. This is such a thrill to be with you. What a great audience you have. I'm loving all the chats, by the way. I hope more people will come watch us live next time. Um, but just continued continue success to you. I've loved watching your reinvention from the days when we were together at Reuters. And um, you are now totally becoming a world-class entrepreneur. So oh, thank you. Nicely done. And you need to come over to Italy. Once they let Americans yes. travel, you come over here and I'm taking you and your family out over in Florence. It's a deal. Okay, everyone. Thanks, everyone. And uh, Joe will be back tomorrow. And you'll have to stay tuned to see who uh, we reveal as our second uh, person in the lineup for our current season. New thought leaders coming your way. Bye, everyone. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.